Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. We are a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to theberettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. <laughs> the Beretta Brothers. You, it overlapped. It's doubling. It's playing twice or something. What? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew we wouldn't do good technically again. <laughs> the heck's going on? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> now what happened to the audio? <laughs> What's happening? Can you, oh, I can hear you. Are we good now? You're not watching on YouTube, are you? <laughs> no. Oh, is it all, all right. fine? And it's just I my brain. Good. Hey, hey, oh. anybody in the stream? Can you hear us? Okay. John, I did have. I had YouTube open. That's what it was. It <laughs> That's what it was. You heard it doubling. Oh, shit. Oh well. All right. Well, let's. We're look. here. It's tradition. <laughs> it's tradition. It's tradition for a technical it issue. It wasn't actually technical. It was my technical issue. Wow. Yeah. Are you guys all? Can you all hear us, stream people? Everybody, yes, they say sounds fine. Sounds fine. All right, here we go. Good, good. We're good. We're here. We're back for a, a moment. Yeah, after about, what, two weeks off we've been? About six years it's been. <laughs> six years. Yeah. We've got uh, quite a show here. Ben, We're going to have some, some wonderful people dropping by people. throughout the show. Yeah, Ben got older. He got poop on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, uh, listen. Let's go, let's do let's get all the business out of the way first. Oh, all right. TheBerettaBrothers.com. That's where you can that's where you can find all our stuff. You can be uh, directed to our podcast if you just want to listen along, or you can watch the shows, and you can subscribe while you're there. And uh, you can go to GeneBeretta.com if you want to discover the true meaning of life. It's all there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, people are saying hi. Dana Marie says hi, drawing the beat. Hey guys. Hey there. Liana Rivera, hello. Bratton Hugo, Nick Kramer. Yeah, hello, everybody. Nice to see y'all again. By Alan the way, Parkinson, let me mention uh, Billy and I did two podcasts. Uh, well, one was a, a vodcast, one was a podcast, and they'll be coming up. We'll make more announcements. We've done uh, Break a Bat which is a, a, a podcast that's going to be uh, posted October the 13th. And we did Discover Your Potential with Dan Gilman. That's coming out October the 24th. That was really interesting. To, we had a great time. Uh, you know, um, Break a Bat, we, we've told, we told some stories we've never told. And we, we had a great time. And Discover Your Potential, we, we actually got pretty serious at one point. He was asking us, you know, uh, some very serious questions about how to uh, move your career along and how you get started and how to pursue it and persevere and all that. So um, so we lied. Well, here, so, yeah, we basically we read from up. some, yeah, <laughs> read from just, some improvement manual. Yeah. Self-improvement manual. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're here to talk why are about we here? what, Billy? Well, wow, you tell me, why are we I here? I saw a little show last night, two nights ago. Yes, Muppets Haunted Mansion, so long they, time coming. Um, Oops, yeah, you better say something because I just lost my audio. <laughs> I hear you. What's going on here? I hear you. Okay, good. You're back. Um, uh, yeah, we, it was released Friday on Disney Plus. 
Uh, got any photos? Want to show a little quick something? Uh, sure. A little something, something. Know? A little something, Give me something. a number. Uh, I don't know. Number two. Um, number two. And, uh, you know, it was a, a, certainly a labor of love of many, for, of, for many people uh, who we um, have with us. Some folks we have with us. <laughs> very exciting. And uh, looking forward to talking with them very soon. Um, but we'll get into how this all started and what's the matter, Gene? You look like you're like heading into an abyss or something. Here's Gene, look at here's you. Look at, look at me. Can you see me? This is you. I'm not used to this anymore. Look at look watch wait, watch me, ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's number two. Yeah, there's Pepe and Gonzo in their coffee. Mm -hmm. All right, let's just get to the people. Did, wait, we got well, people. Did you, did you even mention what the show is? <laughs> yeah, Muppetana Mansion. What is that? Why do I see a desktop? This sucks. We suck. All right, let's just bring them on. So let's start with. There's lots what? of people watching. How much I'm screwing up too. All right, um, let's start with. <laughs> and Kelly is in hysterics backstage. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, two of our co-writers from Up on a Mansion are with us: Kelly Younger and Mr. Jim Lewis. Hello, gents. <laughs> How we doing? Good. Good. I mean this this has this has been great so far. This yeah. is right? the smoothest. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> this is as good as it gets. Am I supposed to look over here? Oh, where did he go? Where did he go? <laughs> oh, wait, what happened? Oh, there he is. Wait. Oh, now he's back. I offer a little criticism and you put me backstage again? Jeez. Take him out. Out. I want him out. <laughs> Hi, fellas. Uh, there you go. Hey, who uh, do we want to bring on first? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Jim. Oh, yeah, hey. Jim oh, younger. <laughs> Just like oh, old times. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, boys. Hey! Hi, Beretta Brothers. How are you? Good? <laughs> We're good. We're good. We just uh, last minute thought Gene said, "Why don't we kind of see if we can get some folks to come on last minute and join us since they just premiered?" And uh, I said, "Well, I think that'd be fun." And here we Jim are. Jim and Kelly are available. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Jim and Kelly were available. <laughs> no, thank you for doing it though. Last minute, I yeah. know. Uh, but uh, you guys, yeah, we're uh, gonna start start behind the scenes first, and then you know, have mm -hmm. people dropping in throughout the show. And we, uh, we, we thought, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, no, no, I was just gonna I say just said we, we're gonna start. I'll go. I'll go. Just before we started, Kelly brought up an interesting fact, which was that. Well, you please, Kelly, tell them how we did this. Where? How did? How did this yeah. happen? Well, it, it's funny as 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 much as we're joking about technical difficulties and things. I mean, <laughs> we we wrote the entire script on Zoom, and the beginning of every session we had was like this. We were all, you know, we were trying to figure things out, and we were trying to share screens and. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's funny in that sense, but I, I did have that realization that I, I just said to you earlier, Bill, that we, you know, we, we started the process in person. Remember we were all right. together at Imagineering at and had the meetings and yeah. got excited at Muppet Studios. 
And then uh, when everything went down the way it went down, we just like the rest of the world went over to, to virtual spaces like this. And we, you know, you, me and, and Jim and Kirk would do this, you know, hours at a time, day after day, and just kind Mm -hmm. of grind through it and figure it out. And we, I don't even know how long that took us, but it was, I remember. Yeah. We were all in our own space, writing our own scripts and ignoring right. each other, but we could right. see each other as we <laughs> That's were right. writing. That's right. It was nice, and then eventually, yeah. and yeah. then eventually, we, we go. Oh, oh, oh you're there. Was, yeah. Oh, it was like yeah. Okay, Bill Page, Kirk Page, Sprite Page, Jim Page. Well, well right. actually, so actually, just remind, I have such a terrible memory as Gene knows, and, and many people know, but maybe Kelly, can you remind me? So when we first <clears throat> started to create the idea, the concept of what we right. were going to do. We were at the Muppet Studios. We had that meeting, right? Right. And we all right. came in with some sort of like pitch, right? Some sort of ideas or something that then we right. brought together, right? right? Right. And then if I remember correctly, you, Kirk, and I kind of started banging out the beats of how right. this, this, and then we would, and then we ran it by Jim to get his take on, you know, uh, what, what we kind of were thinking of where we were thinking yeah. of going, right? Yeah. So we broke yeah. out the beats. And then once we all kind of agreed on a good direction, I'm up at studios was happy. Then I remember we broke it into thirds first. I wrote right. the first third, right? Right. Uh, uh, you wrote the second third? I know well, we divided that up where where you when we sort of started it, uh yeah. uh Kirk took most of the attic stuff with the bride and I took most of the room nine 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 gonzo. And the ballroom. And the and the ballroom. And remember, and I wrote the first version of of the song, which Be Our Ghost. Ha, which originally was called Be Our Ghost. And then we couldn't right. get the that got complicated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we sort of divided we divided it up and then got together and tried to mash it all together. And then yeah. we would all take turns with each other's pages. And then then once we had a thing, we just kept going back to page one and kept just, just kept, kept working through all of us. Brought Jim in, and yeah. Can I can I go back a little further? Yeah. Oh yes, please. About other before because this. Um, yeah. it, Kirk and I had been writing a Halloween special or movie for about thirty years, literally <laughs> from like ninety one or ninety two on. We've all been right. writing, and I found a couple of them. Oh, awesome. Let's see, in in nineteen ninety nine, there was. A haunting we will go. In '99, that was '99. Yeah, there was I remember one that before one. this, but a haunting we will go. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And the only thing I remember from that is that it had a butler named Surly, so that oh, whenever yeah. anybody said, "I am Surly," yes, you certainly are. That was the running <laughs> gag through the whole thing. Right. And then in 2007, we had the Muppet Monster Halloween special, and the, <laughs> so. If everybody really likes the one, this one, you know, on Disney Plus, yeah, we are ready to go into production tomorrow. <laughs> You've got two more. <laughs> we got two yeah. more to go. We're thinking right. trilogy, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, we're thinking, yeah. you know, that was episode six, and this would yeah. be seven and eight. So ah, uh, right. By the way, right. by the way, Jim the today, is, Jim, Jim is broadcasting from Joe Franklin's office today. 
<laughs> That's absolutely right. Thank you for those three people in the world. We're here for general tires. Thank you. <laughs> but so, so yeah, so then writing, we wrote the script and, uh, and, and then it was budget time and we had to figure yeah. out how we had to tailor the script to meet the budget that was necessary to get it green lit. Right. Yeah. Well, um, and remember we, um, we had a lot, we had a lot more than obviously ended up in the special. Remember we, we really, we wanted to do Bunsen and Beaker in a lab. We actually wanted yes. to unscrew Gonzo's head and look inside. And that's I, why we I, put in the, the budget joke with the bus because they literally were cut because of budget. Yeah, that's right. I just want to mention too, just because we have a huge fan out there who is just all Dr. Phil Van Neuter. And we actually had, we had a combo right. scene of Bunsen and Beaker uh -huh. and Dr. Phil Van Neuter and Mulch uh, kind of pulling Gonzo's brain out and all kinds of things, right? We were kind yeah. of fun with that. Right. But yeah. because of time, we realized we had to be shorter because it, be, mm -hmm. it was a special. Uh, we had to start finding cuts and how we were going to bring the budget down and bring the time of it all down. So those right. got, those got cut. But yeah. like you said, you found a great spot for Bunsen and Beaker in the, as the busts, which was really fun. Yeah. 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 So that, and yeah, now so we're that's done. it. So that's good. Oh, and now we're done. Is. And now we're done. But you know, it, but it has been so strange because it did, it started in person and then went to zoom and then went to person in production. Yeah. And, and as you know, we were, we were writing and rewriting constantly while we were on set. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I, I like to say is, you know, when, when people find out I write for the Muppets, I, I do often correct me say, actually, I write with the Muppets because one of the like mm -hmm. highlights for me is, you know, is working with the performers um, like I did with you on the script, but also then in, you know, on set on when, when we're, yeah. when we're on the stage trying to figure something out, what's working, what's not working, how do we make this funnier? How do we, and we, we did a lot of that um, in the moment. We, we made quite a few pivots um, cause once all of you performers get together and are with each other and you've got such history and chemistry and, you know, you, you start to play with each other. Um, that, that to me was really fun. Cause I was also right there with you with the script, feeding right. lines and doing things like that. But I also had the privilege of like pushing my stool back a little bit and just watching, watching you all play, uh, in the sandbox, which was, you know, contributed a lot to the, to the whole story of it. Hmm. I, have a, I have a question for you guys, and if you may have mentioned this, my audio keeps cutting out every time I click on a separate window, but um, I'm assuming that the earlier versions uh, were written to be longer form, maybe a longer television show or film, so, or, or uh, yeah, or film. So what's the process for you guys when you realize that you've got time restrictions like a 50-minute special? How do you adapt and what kind hmm. of mind frame do you get into together? Well, we just have yeah. to kind of debate what are this, what I think, I think if I'm right, I mean, I'm not sure maybe, that, but I feel like at least I try and think of what, what can we cut that doesn't affect story, mm -hmm. right? And character arcs that first, right? And you see, right. Uh, right. And then start looking for, well, what's maybe not the funniest or our right. strongest bits or gags. So I think it's about just trying to, maintain the funny and story 
and character arcs, I think. Yeah. And then whatever kind of stranded, I but, guess. How about you guys? But with this, we never thought it, it we never thought it was it funny anyway. Project. <laughs> it was never. The funny it was never. That was always, I didn't know it was a comedy until halfway through. No, in yeah. fact, there was nothing to cut in terms of the comedy. So. <laughs> I thought it was a commercial. I, I, I yeah. No, but it, it, yeah. with this, we always knew it wasn't a, a full-length movie. We always knew it was a, a, a shorter form. But even then, yeah. if even if you think you're writing for an hour or 50 minutes or 42 sec minutes and 38 seconds, whatever it mm. is, and with Disney+, Plus, you have a little more room in terms of you know flexibility in terms of time. You don't have to worry about commercial breaks and things like that. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's still, you're always going to get more than what you know, what they have, uh, what, what, what you could fit in the time and, and, uh, yeah. the budget. Yeah. There was I, a- also, I also feel like we, um, Bill, remember this, that we had to, um, to figure things out. Like we, we started the script without songs. We didn't, we didn't have songs. We knew sort of where we wanted songs to go, but we didn't know yeah. what really they were going to be. We know we yeah. wanted the ballroom to be the showstopper. We know we yeah. wanted a fun opening. Um, so we, we had to write around that, these big gaps that we didn't know what was really going to go in there. But then also, you know, we had we had to sort of overwrite sometimes to figure out what was really going on in the scene. Um, mm. But the thing that we, we always wanted to keep Gonzo really central to the story, we talked a lot about wanting to make sure this was a real Muppet-centered special, that it wasn't, it wasn't sort of a human story or that the cameos or, or the human actors were the leads and the Muppets were were the bit players. We really yeah. wanted to make sure that it was a Muppet-centered story. So we sometimes had to spend a lot of time in certain scenes that ended up being a, a half a page ultimately. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we ended up ho- hopefully finding the best half a page out of out of however long it was. Yeah. And I, I just kept thinking, I just wanted it to keep moving too. Like I knew yeah. we didn't have a lot of time. <clears throat> so I wanted to I was hoping we could keep that pace going and thinking about pace yeah. and, you know, kind of those um, peaks and valleys, you know, keeping it interesting yeah. and not spending too much time because we only have 15 minutes to tell the story. Right. And I remember when we talked about songs that it just felt like, okay, we, we think we can get three songs in that's, that was like, right. I think we had an idea maybe for four, but we had to maybe cut one. And mm-hmm. um, again, based on time, it was like, okay, well, Two of them are going to be two-minute songs, and mm-hmm. the big kind of fun, big number, the big you know all-out Muppets number is going to be three minutes, right? And and that's what we wrote around. You know, we by the way sometimes limitations force you to do things that actually work out really well, right? By right. the way, I watched it for the third time today, and it was the first time I realized that you guys were co-writing the songs. Sometimes yeah. I, just, you know, I, I the instinct is to just imagine they're done separately by, you know, a, a formal songwriter. Um, but you were involved in all the lyrics, which was pretty impressive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then Ed Mitchell and Steve Morrell um, oh, yeah. composed and arranged all the music for it. But, but yeah, the, we, we came up with the essence of what they were and everybody chimed in on the lyrics. I mean, like Kelly said earlier, there was, yeah. we were trying to do Be Our Ghost, a yeah. kind of a spoof on that, of, of Be Our Guest. Yeah. And, um, but we still got to use a, you. We tailored still those we lyrics did. in. As, it's almost know, all the same original lyrics, and I I don't know if you remember this, Bill, but there because of COVID, there was a moment where it's like it's it's not going to happen. After mm-hmm. all, we've been building up, 
And remember, I wrote that first draft of BR Ghost almost out of That's grief. Right. Remember, I was like, oh, yeah. I, I think I think the show is dead, and I had such high hopes. And so I I just I wrote out, you know, I was so excited when I rhymed candelabra and macabra and <laughs> memento mori, and like I was like, oh my god, and I just I emailed it to all of you guys. We're like, here's a song we'll never sing. And then a couple oh, weeks later, we got the call. Right. It was like, hey, I think we're back on. And so yeah. that um, that sort of fired us back up. It's such a great number. Those lyrics are great, man. Hey, let's Thanks. um, we should bring in some new some yeah. some more guests, right? Uh, that was interesting, but I'm boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, let's bring on a couple of the Muppet performers uh, who who went through this this journey with us. Miss Julianne Boucher hey. and Mr. Bruce Lenoil. Oh, good to be here. Oh, swag. Oh, yeah, poop hat. Hey, look. I have a poop hat. Oh, everybody's got poop hat. Bruce Spooky Juice Lenoil. That's what you go by now, Spooky Juice? No, and now you hear said it out loud. No, that's not what I go by. Never. But thank you for saying it out loud. Well, it's there. You didn't want me to read it? No, it's fine. It's fine. It's ever changing. Don't worry about it. Uh, hi, peoples. Hello, Bill. As you know, we're talking about the mansion, uh, and uh, just—I I mean, I might as well just. What did you? How did you guys feel being? I mean, we—I know we went through the whole COVID oh, production process, right? All crazy. I have, I have a quick question though for you guys oh. in the inception. The mansion itself was that always on the table, or did it come up when you guys, you know, started the mix together? Uh, well, I'll just jump in for a second. So, Let me so just, the idea, uh, Bill, real quick, I'm going to sign. I'm going to jump out and jump back in because I'm losing so much audio. So I'm going to oh, try okay. and sign back in. Hopefully, right. we don't all go away. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, the idea was was to to try and find a Halloween special. Right, uh, Disney Plus was looking for a Halloween special for the Muppets, and through something else that was happening at Disney, there was some opportunities to, to kind of maybe work together with some people that had to do with the Haunted Mansion, but that became a separate thing. But we locked into that idea of Haunted Mansion and the Muppets, what could we do? But at the time they said, well, we don't want it to be the Haunted Mansion, but if you could base it on kind of its own original its own haunted mansion that's kind of based on all the different mansions in yeah. the different parks so it's your own but it's not the haunted mansion we're not saying we're going to disneyland right we're saying it's a haunted mansion and 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 as we started correct me if i'm wrong kelly jim as we started getting into it they started going oh are, do you guys think you'll be using the stretch room and we're like oh wait are we doing the haunted we're not doing that and then and they're yeah. like what about the um the uh, uh the ball how much of the ball you know and as it grew they started to get more excited about it and they wanted it to become even more i think like the haunted mansion yeah. but still to keep it separate yeah. in a way so yeah it started off like mm, and then yeah. oh <laughs> you, you don't have to have experienced the ride to follow, you know, for the story, but it it does add another layer to it if you've gone through the ride. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I wanted it to be the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland because I wanted free passes to the park. Right. And uh, you know, yes. they just no. they, they wouldn't they wouldn't keep didn't happen. Over. 
Yeah. 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 We did. We talked. We talked a lot about how we didn't. We didn't want it to feel like a commercial for the Haunted Mansion. We yeah. didn't want it to feel like Muppets go to Disneyland. Um, but we, you know, because it was Halloween and because we wanted it to be about fear and being afraid, and we knew that we wanted it to be Gonzo, um, it, it, it lined up. And then the more and more Imagineering got excited about mm. us taking on the mansion. I mean, the, the materials that they shared with us, the guidance oh, that they yeah. gave us was, oh, yeah, really. was astonishing. And there's so much mythology and lore surrounding that particular mm. attraction. It's almost overwhelming. So it actually... It was kind of fun for us to to really have the freedom to pick and choose what we wanted to do or not to do and to create new rooms they gave us you know we said right. if we're going to do this we want to be able to do new original stuff that yeah. is not it's not in the attraction yeah. because it's not it's not the haunted mansion yeah but and just an example just real quick in the stretch room one of the in one of the paintings which i had no idea but in one of the paintings is constance uh hatchaway yeah. and because we were using Constance as a character in the story, it, it, they, they, you know, it would have to be that we would see her in the, uh, the stretch room portrait. So instead of seeing her, we just avoided her and only showed three sides of the room. So, oh. right. So there were like certain things like, well, if you're going to do this, we need you to really keep that consistent. And we don't want you to veer off certain characters and certain things that have been you know, the history of the, the mansion. But mm -hmm. but that said, Kelly and I are pitching Muppet Tiki Room next week. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, wish we are. luck on that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. I'm super not prepared big, for that pitch. Sorry. A big Sammy, big Sam Eagle. Lots big of Sam Eagle thing. <laughs> yeah. Sounds well, great. Well, Muppets, it's a small world. It's, it's a small world with light itself. So don't worry yes. about that. I have a comment. Beverly, um, have a little tryst in the Tiki Room. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> Julianne, oh, we have oh. a message from Jesse for you. Uh, yeah. Yay! Screaming and goat. Screaming goat's going to be a star. What went Three into buttons. the preparation for that scream? <laughs> Hang around with us. <laughs> she she started on uh, Muppets Now, right? Muppets Now is a screaming goat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was wait. it like, Julianne, coming onto that set? All that COVID world, and I mean, I think people, you know, I know we it was a there were a lot of very kind of, uh, you know, strong protocols and things that they made sure think people were safe. But how was it different than going on to a, a normal Muppet set? Uh, it was different because we're all used to like hugging each other and, you know, getting together in rooms and chatting. And, and um, yeah, yeah, it, it just it, it distanced us all from each other. Um, but it didn't affect the joy and the the joking and the, you know. Ad we just lit. didn't know we were smiling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was did the yeah. fact did, did the fact that there were a lot of ghosts and superimpositions of characters allow you to shoot separately and make that work easier? Uh well they were all ghosts were shots at a different time than you know we we separated things because of the different technology we use, the AR wall, the the digital LED wall, um and green screen and blue screen. We knew that the ghosts couldn't be shot in front of the wall, the LED wall, because that marries the image there. So it was always planned that the ghost would be shot separately. Speaking of a ghost, uh, I think we have somebody else here, Gene. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Somebody else. Say visiting. boo. Say boo to. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey. Oh, hey. 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 
I was just looking over at the comments and I was writing down questions that people are asking because you guys just are, you're, you're not answering their questions. And I, and they're very good questions. <laughs> well then, so you know what, please go I'll ahead. You Why down. don't you go you ahead. Send these postcards out guys. to answer. And I do, and Ben, I, I don't have a, a poop hat, but I do maybe have some doggy poop. Was that sitting on it your desk? How, how long was it yeah. sitting on your desk? I can't tell you. That's, oh, that's, I'll just put it here for later. Oh, anyway. That's scary. All right. Uh, so here's some quick questions, and you can just yeah. you know, answer real quick. Was it great Thank to you for play off this. Brian as Johnny Fiamma and Sal, Bill? No. No. Okay. Any plans to do a, 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 a who played Dr. Van Neuter's head and hands? Peter was the head and I did the hands because Brian wasn't available. And the other, the real go. answer is yes. I loved Brian coming to set and getting to play again with Johnny and Sal. I, no, uh, yes, that's I not did. what you told me. Uh, oh. Well, then I lied to you because <laughs> I, it was, it was great just yeah. to be able to put those guys on again and just be stupid. So cool to see him there on set. Have a, have the have that back and forth was awesome. Incredible. Um, how did you give a ghostly effect for certain characters? Well, thanks to Soapbox Films, uh, those people are amazing. I mean, the amount of work that they did um, to make this all come together. Um, they, I don't even, I couldn't even give you a, a real answer. All I know, I would just say it's magic. Uh, yeah. Whatever they did, they they just they I don't know exactly how I, I should we should have had Andrew here, but we were limited to unfortunately how many people we could have on at one time. Yeah, and it uh, somebody um, said Kirk, uh, Kirk Thatcher question mark. I think they're wondering if he is he going to be here. He can't. We tried. No, we can't tried. Be here. Unfortunately, he can't. No. And then That's, the last yeah. question that I pulled was: uh, Any plans for a bigger role for Uncle Deadly? I hope so. Uh, whose Who question is that? Is that who that who wrote no, that one, Matt? I swear <laughs> it is in there. Bag of oh, there he oh, there is. is. Like I swear it's in there. It says, Jim, were there any, were there, in, in past tense, were there any bigger plans for a bigger role for Uncle Deadly? From oh, Brat and Hugo. In in the in this special, you yes, mean. in this special, I believe is what the question is. No, I thought he fits per. I thought this was I the perfect too. role for him. I don't know. What do you guys think, Kelly, Jim? Yeah, I mean, I, I I saw a lot of chatter about you know, oh, of course, Deadly's got to be the yeah. ghost host because of of what you did at uh, D twenty three or a, a while ago, and so I think a lot of people expected that. Um, hmm. But we, I think we always saw him uh, in 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 that role, rising up to officiate oh, yeah. this yeah, wedding he, and being kind of fabulous. Yeah, he's tired of being uh, typecast too in that you know ghostly role. He's looking to expand like, his uh, range. And yeah, one of my favorite lines. Like was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Jim. Sorry, I mean to cut you off. One of my favorite lines is, uh, "It's not all weddings and wakes." Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Line. Great line. Uh, you know, here's another thing that that back to the special effects that Soapbox did on this special. I feel like we we shot this in April, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, this yeah. was a very very tight window don't you think for for putting oh my god the amount of effects that were on this yeah and they had to the deliver by effects. june yeah it's amazing you know, uh it was i don't know how they did it even, the, even the candle flames all the little tiny candles yeah all, oh my amazing. god julianne there's so many little things like uh, you know mm -hmm. every every new cut that came in there was some new step that had been made yeah but then still we talked right kelly we talk about changes and things and then some things would have to get redone. You know, it was yeah. just 
they just blew it out of the yeah. water. It was I, amazing. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I just remembered something about the genesis of this was part of the reason that it became Gonzo and Pepe's story was because Matt, you guys <laughs> on Sesame were all supposed to be off and we were only going to have you for like an hour and a half. Right. You know, when you were shooting yeah. something else, the COVID came up, but we had begun developing that and it, yeah, Gonzo and Pepe are just such a great, a great pair. And it's, it's a lot of fun to play off them. And then yeah. the other characters still get their due, but that's, that's one of the reasons why they, sh they were originally yeah. the leads. Well, 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 yeah, we knew everything. Oh, so I was just going to say, I don't think everything has to revolve around Kermit and Piggy anyway. I think it's nice yeah. to see other characters get a little uh, yeah. more spotlight and see what they're doing. Yeah. To that note, the the New Zealand project is is coming along really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was dead. Oh well, we, no, no, we that's, that's good. It never oh. dies. It always comes oh. back to you. Always comes yeah. back. Boomerangs once, back. Once I think, once I think, we knew we wanted to kind of you know do the story around Gonzo as the feature, and then we stuck Pepe on there. Um, I think one was yes, Jim, because we were worried yep. that Sesame was going to be shooting, and they might yeah, not yeah. be available. And then, and we knew that Dave and I were both on the West Coast. So if there was a COVID problem, that yeah. we could get there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it was, some of it was was about that. But then it just turned into oh yeah the the idea that because I love the idea that the Muppets were going to play the characters in the mansion. You know, mm -hmm. going back to that idea, what we did with Treasure Island and right, and they did with uh, Christmas Carol, they they let the characters play not themselves. And um, but I think it was great that it started with the party that I, I at first I didn't think that was maybe we needed that so much. But I was convinced you guys are absolutely right. We set it up so that we knew the difference between all those Muppets are out there and they weren't just waiting inside of this mansion. Right. Um, and I think that really um, I just yeah. I just love that, that it just started to come yeah. together. But uh, Stalin Waldorf and the Doom Buggy. You know, like yeah. just that stuff. Those Makes were some sense. early. Well, and ideas. you know what, Bill? Bill, you're right too. But it, so much of it was done under constraint, right? Because we had, I think, the whole thing was shot in three weeks. We yeah. had yeah. half the cast, you know, Matt and Eric, like we're back east and on Sesame actually seventeen we, we days. Sorry, seventeen, 17 days. Jeez, seventeen days. Yeah. And remember, uh, Matt, I think it was your last night, and it was like one o'clock in the morning, and we played the practical joke on you because it was such hard work for you to do sweetums yeah. and get yeah. in and out of cost and everything. And we acted like we lost all of that, that we shot with sweetums and at one, and you were leaving four hours later to fly back. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, we're sorry, we have to do all the sweetums things again. And you, your shoulders just went you were like, all right, let's get it on. Yeah. The so, workshop brought out the costume and yeah, yes. he was going to get into Put it. Over it there. And, and Matt Everybody was just kind of like, on it. Yeah. yeah, no, no, it's fine. It's okay. You know, we'll Your voice on. got real yeah. high. You're like, it's good. It's good. It's fine. We can do it again. It's been fine. Because that was a lot. We did. There was, I mean, it goes by very quickly, that hallway scene. And yeah. we shot it a couple of different ways just because we had that the LED wall. And then we, I think we shot some portions of it in green as well, just to make sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just took a long time to shoot that particular sequence and yeah. um being inside sweetums is a little is a uh, it's a little uh, you know confining hot yeah. and hot hey, yeah so we have we it's have another place visitor. of quarantine <laughs> oh that's true oh somebody yeah, else is visitor. here yeah oh, we have another visitor. visitor here we have two like visitors well, i think we have two 
Okay. Why don't you do the introduction? Well, let's bring on this young man. He's not very good, but we feel bad <laughs> for him a lot of the time. So we like to bring him on um, yeah. just because, I mean, no, not Michael. We were <laughs> very good. <laughs> I'm talking about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I told you, I can't. I'm hearing half of this, so yes. I was well, guessing you, there. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, did, I, I didn't hear that introduction. I'm sure it was really nice and generous. So thank you saying, so much for whatever you said. I'm sure it was so and it landed giving on and warm. It landed. Yeah. Yeah. I was Matt, saying how Matt, wonderful. Can you go you back are. to hosting? Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Hello, we have, so if for people that, obviously people know Peter Lins, uh, like I said, and, uh, <laughs> wait, what? But, uh, they, how great you are. And, uh, and then we have Michael Steinbach, who is uh, a producer for Muppets uh, Studios and uh, many things. I mean, I, you can't even just say producer, yeah. right? There's a lot of hats, right, Michael? Yeah, a couple. Oh, yeah, yeah. Michael doesn't right. get a lot of sleep. No, <laughs> I, have to, I have to start a new skincare regime to get those bags taken care of. Yeah, but Michael was certainly a big part of helping us keeping this thing moving forward when we thought maybe it wouldn't happen and uh, helping us figure out how do we get to the right number and working together, right, Michael, figuring out what are we going to cut? And... Yeah, lots of hoops. That's what I was liking to listen to you guys talk about it, because it was a lot of those things of. Like, okay, if this, then that, if this, then let's do this. Like, how do we make these pieces line up so that worst case scenario, we still have a pathway towards a story we like. Um, yeah. But ultimately, I was so happy with how it all landed. It felt, it almost felt like the restraints put us in a place to expand our creativity and find the story the way it should have been told. Uh, and so I was, I was really happy with where it landed and just so appreciative of all the work everyone here did to make it happen. Can you can you just mention talk a little bit about the our casting process because I know that was quite the uh, yeah know. that huh. was that was fun uh, anyway look uh, it was interesting in that we landed a lot of our cameos before we landed our stars uh, and we were fully rolling cameras while we were still trying to land our stars and so like it added it elevated the stress level of the moment. Uh, but we kept at it and we kept pushing for the people we really wanted. And, uh, and I was so, so, I mean, I was a big champion for Will Arnett. And so yeah. I, w when that happened and like that dream came true, I was just <laughs> so happy to see, uh, him say yes. And then talking with him when he came to do his pre-record and, uh, him saying like, Hey, the music part was the only part that scared me about this. And then I told myself, when am I ever going to work with the Muppets again? Of course I have to say yes to this. And, mm. and that's the type of thing we keep hearing over and over again yeah. uh, from everyone. As soon as they do get that offer, they're like, I have to say yes to the Muppets. Yeah, um, we, yeah, and we had, it's, we, it's the Muppet part scares them and they're fine with the music. So it's yeah. nice to switch around. But, so. but there were certainly people that we've wanted to do it, but because of COVID and travel and all those yeah. things, we just couldn't get people, yeah. right? We It really was yeah, a big was... factor. We got a lot of people that were like, uh, I'd be yes any other time. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it, it was right up to the end. Like we even shifted when we shot uh, the bride and the host mm -hmm. in our mm -hmm. calendar and really had to juggle things, move other things forward. 
Um, it's part of why we hit 17 days instead of the 15 that was originally, you know, boarded out. Uh, right. But uh, yeah, we landed on budget. I can say that confidently. So uh, yeah, <laughs> bravo, bravo, bravo. No small thing, that's for sure. And Peter, so um, you got to stay on with us longer than most of the other Muppet performers. Yeah, I hung out for a few few extra days. Yeah, and which was, uh, great. Which was wonderful. And uh, and then uh, actually happened to be in town when we did some reshoots, so I got to come back and help out with that as well, which was great. Which was a lot of stuff. I mean, you did a lot on those reshoot days too. Somebody was asking who. Somebody was asking who did Dr. Phil Van Neuter for the song, <clears throat> and uh, I was saying it was you and I. Uh, I was doing the hands, and I mean, you did a lot of doubling for people. Uh, yeah, thankfully. yeah. It's funny. I was watching when uh, Alice and I were watching. I was like, oh. Oh, I think that's me doing Gonzo right there. Oh, it's me doing Scooter right there. <laughs> all those ghosts, pretty much all those ghosts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, do you have any uh, any kind of favorite bits while you were there? Anything that you could share that was either odd, fun, weird? You know, I mean, you, might, you may have already covered this. I don't know, but it was, uh, I had no clue how it was going to turn out. Do you always talk about the, the space that didn't quite work and how we had to well, change not quite on yet. a dime. Okay. Uh, well, no, not, not, not exactly, but yeah, okay. go, please go ahead. I mean, but, we, but, yeah, we, uh, had some we did so, so much on green screen and blue screen and one character at a time. And all these shots had to be built digitally. And it's like, okay, now you want your focus to be here just a little bit. Okay. Just here. And you don't know exactly what you're looking at. So it had to be explained. And I just had no clue how this thing was going to come together. <laughs> Um, and I was thrilled how it did. Oh, and here's someone's here. Let me get oh, this thing. Yay. Yay. Look, Alice. we've got mommy we've and got daddy. Mommy. Yay. Yes. Mommy and their skeleton. And daddy. daddy. Hello. Yes. Bruce was the skeleton and Alice was our, our mummy. And, and now uh, my mummy's cheating on me. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very Halloween. <laughs> yeah, surprise stars. I I loved those characters. Oh my god, you sent oh, yeah. you surprises. I mean, this is such a cool thing that you yeah. guys did. Yeah, no, look, oh, yeah, I, I fell in love with them. So sweet. You're muted, hey, we Peter. Have another You're muted. visitor. You're muted, Peter. Phil, we have another visitor too. We want to bring everyone. <laughs> what I was going to say. One of my other favorite things. Wait, was before you do, Joe, Gene, hold on. Okay. Joe Joe Sorry. from Legal in his barrister outfit with his yes. white wig. Yeah. I mean, when I first yes. saw him on the on the rack in the puppet workshop, I was thrilled. He looks so yeah. cute. So <laughs> I love him as a Carry on. <laughs> so great. Well, I just, yeah, we have one other person joining us who unfortunately didn't contribute too much, but I felt like maybe he should be a part of it. Um, no obligation. You know, he just, he's kind of just starting out and uh, it's just mm. great to have uh, like a newbie join us. So um, <laughs> here he is. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dave Gold, everyone. <laughs> And he's been drinking. Oh, oh, that's always fun. Hi, Davis. Hi, you guys. I've been watching your podcast as I was cooking dinner. So I enjoy oh, it. Jame. Or whatever it is. Not a podcast. Whatever what this thing is. What'd you make? Making an eggplant dish, you know, like a Parmesan, but it's a lightweight Parmesan. Oh, very Smooth. nice. Really good. Smoked mozzarella. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Some redwood hey. trees there, looks like. Yep. Yes, yes. Place is lousy with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're swatting them off over here. We 
Well, thanks for coming on, Dave. We, you know, we, Dave and I did a little thing yesterday and we, we probably all talked out. We, we talked a lot about this stuff. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave, who did, Dave, who did you do? <laughs> that's, that's personal. Well, we went to one of my favorite places. We went to the Walt Disney Family Museum yesterday and uh, mostly talked about the special and our own little histories with this uh, art form. And it was yeah. it was great though. It was really nice, enthusiastic audiences. Had a good time. Yeah, they're really nice there. Mm. I, I I I never been there before. I haven't taken the tour yet, but you got to see it. Do it. You got to. Yeah. Is it at the really Presidio? Cool. Is that where it is? Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I need to go there next time we're up there. Oh my God! It's the story of Walt's life and how he how he became this pioneer in animation and. It's so evocative. If any of you knew Jim, I don't know who knew Jim there, but uh, Jim knew Jim. <laughs> yeah, Jim. Jim, Jim Lewis. Yeah, Jim Lewis knew Jim Henson. Yeah, I know Jim Lewis. You know, it was a similar journey. You're pioneering in a in a field and amplifying it beyond what had been done before, and gathering together your creative group. And that's what I just loved about Jim. I love being part of that. And and whenever I go to the museum, it reminds me of of what our journey was. Yeah. Nice. Hey, Dave, look, Deborah Forth, she was Miss Piggy in the audience yesterday. Oh, wow. She, she's here? joined our, yeah, she was dressed up. It was so great. She had a great Miss Piggy outfit that she, <laughs> she wore in our first show. Yeah. Hi, Deborah. Hey, um, should we take some questions? I know Matt, thankfully, uh, started with a few uh, for us. Um, Bill, Bill, you better take care of the technical end because every time I click something different, I lose audio. So, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, well, that's true. This isn't really a question, but there needs to be a Jim Henson Family Museum. Certainly a nice thought. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Love how Gonzo and Pepe were focused since they are the only main characters with their... Oh, original. original? Is that original performers? Oh, yeah. gee. Original yeah. gangster. Original gangster, yes. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find something to uh, let me see. What are some questions? I haven't really been keeping track. Uh, Dave, thank you so much for the autographed pictures. I was so so excited to receive them. Oh. This is a little personal one, Dave. Christy, Christy was great. Chris, Christy was sending me a countdown like the like five days before, four days before, three days before. Oh. She was excited <laughs> about getting to watch uh, the special on her uh, her iPad. And so I got a countdown each day from her. So thanks for that, Christy. Cool. By the way, I, I really love the design of the old Gonzo in the in the show. That's so funny you say that. This person, Christopher Parker, said, I thought I was done being terrified by Muppets before old Gonzo. Holy crap. A lot of chatter on the interwebs about old Gonzo. I think a lot Can of people were pretty freaked out, which is good. Well, even yeah. Gonzo was great. I mean, when he put on that costume and got the makeup on he looked in the mirror and he was absolutely terrifying <laughs> yeah. can i say there there were during some of the cuts um concerns that it was too terrifying and i and i kept pushing for it because i remember on stage you remember this kelly on stage yeah. when he when dave did this gonzo turned to the mirror and this moment was it was terrifying but it was so powerful when it happened that I just kept fighting. I just kept saying, you, we, you cannot take this out. You can't do a different take of this. Yeah. We yeah. have to have this moment. And, and remember, it's one so of the moment. few moments that is truly yeah. scary. 
That was one of, few, how. one of the few real things that uh, has ever happened. I uh, when I did it, I was I got chills. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. And remember, Dave, because right right before I think uh, Peter, you might have talked about this earlier that it you know we were we had Gonzo one, Gonzo two, Gonzo three, Gonzo four, old got like we were trying to figure out wait who's in the mirror and who like. Right. It, it was and it was late and we were all exhausted and then yeah. we finally got to that moment and then when dave when you yelled kermit's name it was silent on set lee slaughter who's had them up a studio turned to me and she go she just went like this because she had goosebumps and the whole everybody on set was silent it was so terrifying and moving yeah. and I wonderful but we we knew we had to keep it in I think you can hear me say because I was doing the other one next. No, I was uh, assisting, and I yeah. think you hear me on the production track go, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and we cut that line. Oddly, yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you listen closely, I think it's still in the movie. Is that? It oh is. yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. It was truly see. amazing that moment in particular. And did did Kirk do the original design on the, on the old Gonzo or he did? Yeah, yes. Oh, really? All the, oh, all the stages yeah, of the Gonzo. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Oh, cool. Beautiful work. Mm -hmm. uh, did Frank get to choose his cuisine this time? Someone mm -hmm. thinks Frank was on the movie. <laughs> oh, you know what he's referring to when we had Frank and Dave on, and they were talking about the his dinner invitation. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. Dave. Oh. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know if you guys have seen that. I, I don't think anybody has seen it. I had a, I, I made a book out of it. We did emails That's back and so forth great. when Frank oh, and Victoria yeah. were coming over for dinner, and they were good. Frank was going to be very, very picky about what he was going to eat, <laughs> and uh, so we had to negotiate for about a week on email. I just took all the. It was actually on text, and I took all the texts and made a book out of it with photographs. If you want to, if you want to hear the fun, detailed story. As they're both together, go and watch our episode with the two of them on it. It's really good. Uh, Jesse Oliver wants to know, Dave, what were your thoughts about Gonzo growing old? How did well, you first feel of all, about that? I want to say hi to Jesse. Yes. I, I definitely want to say hi to Jesse. It's nice to see you. I know you're watching. Um, what were my thoughts about Gonzo growing old? I, well, I, I liked it. I think I liked it because it was sort of uh, reminiscent of what we did in the Muppet Christmas Carol where, um, you know, Scrooge saw his life in the past, the present and the future. And it was sort of echoes of that. Um, and it was, it just added another layer of soulfulness, I think. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Deepening him a little more and yeah. thinking about his life. Right. Yeah. 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 Here's one. I just put it up there. I mean, not that it's for me or anything, but, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Any chance we'd ever get an Electric Mayhem album? I certainly hope so. We're working on that idea. Yep. Possibly. You never know. You never know. It's, it's it's a polka funk album right now, so we're... Yes. Hey, Matt, if Constantine had appeared in the special, what do you think his role could have been? Any thoughts? Hmm. Uh, it's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, garbage man. He could have taken out the trash. I don't know. Garbage man. I, isn't that big in the <laughs> long man? Constantine is the garbage man. Huh? I don't know. 
All right. Is he not? Is that uh, not something that happens at the haunted mansion? No, it's a great one. That's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> Fergie, Felipe, hello, Fergie. It's wonderful. Some characters we haven't seen in a while. What were some of the conversations surrounding that? How wonderful was it to revisit the characters? Kelly, Jim, you guys want to talk about that? Michael? Yeah, no, there was a lot of talk about it, right? It's it's yeah, it's great to have such a it we have such a deep bench of characters and oh. you know the fan following it is wonderful. And when, if there's a right spot for them, we always I mean like the the Lou moment just was like there was a gag and it said Lou's gotta be here. Uh, but you know, and you, we looked for that and there were places that it just they naturally fit. You know, at the yeah. dance, that sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. But I think we're always we always have our eyes open to to keep all those characters alive. You know. And remember, we we had those conversations with Puppety of like, you know, who who has not come out in a long time, mm -hmm. and if there was ever we any special, we went through the book, and if there was ever any special of like, well, they're kind of run down or in need of repair, we were like, they're actually great. Because if yeah, they look, yeah. if they look a little bit, um, <laughs> if they look a little dusty, they're actually going to work out okay. That's yeah, we're going to put out, the effect. You know, dead Tom, and like we can, we can bring them out. So I think we had a lot of fun going through the catalog. Yeah, yeah and, and we and we, our, we knew we were going to put the effect on the ghosts too. So that yes. helps for any. Yeah, and our pickup day in particular, like we we got to dive even deeper because we shot you know the whole movie and we had one little pickup day and that was when we were like look this ballroom really needs to land especially yeah, when more. like more and more because it's all 999 mm -hmm. ghosts have to fill a frame yeah. and it was yeah. just like okay look let's not go back to yeah. a character we've already seen at a different point in the song let's like infuse even more and so we we drew the bench even on that that last little uh bite at the apple uh yeah. and i was so happy about it because it, it added so much like robin on the table blowing out the, the candle yes. which is direct yeah. reference to the mansion it was like yeah. how did you know picking that up at that moment was just like oh man this is wonderful that we get you know a second bite at this i have, I have yeah, a little insider so thing on, on that robin moment uh when he blows out the candle he goes ha foof and my parents tell me when i was two or three years old that's how i blew out candles i would say oh and so that's how Robin blows out. Oh, oh, that's wonderful. And, and for a lot of these characters, being in this means that they're eligible for health care coverage, <laughs> which is a really nice. Yeah, they get their insurance now for sure. Yeah. Felt an obligation. Yeah. Yes. A lot of those costumes are are vintage too, aren't they? They're from from deep in the library. Those beautiful oh, yeah. costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah costumes I'm for from the band. Treasure Island. Other, yeah. yeah, Treasure Island. Oh yeah, stuff. you love yeah. beautifully yeah. crafted Victorian costumes, yes. especially on the rats. They were beautiful. Really? Yeah. Hey, we should talk about, too, the fact that um, the music that those of us here that did vocals, Julianne and Bruce and Matt and Peter, we did them all. And Dave, we did them all from home. Yeah. 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 I, was, I was in my broom closet and I, I actually our, made our bedroom, for, our, for a TV show. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Our, our bedroom closet. <laughs> amongst all the shirts and socks and things hanging up. Yes, the socks were hanging up. It, it's amazing that you know Ed and Steve and Rick could take all of those those files that we emailed to them and create such beautiful stuff. It How really far is, we've uh, come! Wow, man, oh man, oh it's fabulous. Well, you know, a while back we did um, James Corden, and uh, right. we we had to replace the Oakland Gospel Choir because the show couldn't afford them. They were we had recorded a, a music track for this already for another show. Huh. And um, 
So we all sent in six or eight tracks to our music guy, Ed Mitchell in LA. Oh, yeah. And Ed mixed like 42 tracks from all of us yeah. and sort of recreated a gospel choir. We, we all <laughs> sent in a whole bunch of different parts and so forth. And Ed managed to put it together and it worked great. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable that it just sounds so good. You would never James, think that. When the show went on, then James and Reggie added tracks as well. Right. They yep. sang parts and it worked out beautifully. Yeah, they did some of the verse stuff. Yeah. Here's one. Talk about the mansion show and how life hereafter has the same rhythm as the Muppet Show theme song. Explain how that came about if you can. Um, well, I don't, it wasn't originally the intention of making the song the Muppet Show song. We knew we wanted it to be a, like a swing tune, right? That was. Am I right? Remember that, right, Kelly? Yeah, I remember we talked about it. it was like a welcome to the life hereafter. Like we just we would we came we up with it to a be cadence up. and a rhythm. We wanted yeah. it to be really up. Um, yeah. And I think we knew we wanted a stage in there because we wanted to get Gauzy the Hatbox Ghost on stage. We wanted Stanley Wilbur from the Doom Buggy. We wanted Kermit introducing and, and kind of running the whole thing. Yeah. So I think we we had a stage set. So that sort of led to welcome to the mansion show. Um, but it just so happened that the, the, the final refrain of the, you know, life hereafter, it, it just kind of matched the, you know, uh, <laughs> inspirational celebrational, like, and then Kirk, I think did a brilliant thing where he had all of the characters in the, um, in the balcony yeah. in that really subtle quick shot. But it, it was, there were these very, I thought, smart um, kind of callbacks to, to the Muppet show that, were some were kind of coincidence, but also I think Kirk um, Kirk highlighted those and brought those out really smartly. Yeah, I think that's what makes it feel like the Muppet Show is those yeah. balcony shots, yeah, and like growing, like growing yeah. in scale. You know? And we wanted uh, we wanted at the dance. We definitely wanted to sort of lead into that whole scene by doing a little homage to at the dance. Yeah. That was can wonderful. I, I love. I just mention one thing too. You know, and I don't know. Maybe people get this. Maybe they don't right away. But the idea of when Gonzo steps in and Pepe step into the Haunted Mansion, it becomes about their lives is projected into what they see. So part of them going into the ballroom was kind of like them seeing, you know, their their world, their take on what that ballroom might be like. And mm. so I think that's why we thought there's a show going on, you know, and um, so so I. I don't know if people get that or not when they're watching, but it's kind of there when, if I were to step into the haunted mansion, then, you know, it would be my childhood probably in Yardley, Pennsylvania or something. And whatever reminds me of that <clears throat> and my friends and that sort of thing. Yeah. The mansion grabs your sympathetic vibrations. That's the line. And it, yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't know to what degree the audience is going to get that, but it, it is really an interesting idea. And that's of course explains why all the Muppet characters are in there too. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I got to say back on the previous topic, I loved the choice of big band music for this. It was mm. just yeah. such a great thing. And it sort of sort of resonates with the Jack Parnell Orchestra, which was mm -hmm. they were our musicians on the Muppet Show. And there there were about seven or eight or nine guys that we always worked with every week and they could play anything. Mm. They could play any musical style no matter what it was from classical to you know detroit anything just anything hmm. and i think 
the, the music we did in Fraggle and the music we did for um, Muppet Show was just really exciting in that way because it was multi-genre, you know? So, so cool. Hope we get to do that again. Yeah. And, you know, Dave, we, we talked about this a lot too, which was we, we had to always remind ourselves that it's grim, grinning ghosts. We didn't want to forget the grinning part because if we were telling this kind of, you know, scary, right. slightly existential story for Gonzo, we, we had to have big, bright, light, loud, fun moments as well so that the whole thing wasn't just, you know, it, it didn't yeah. just go. We only wanted to kind of dip our toe into that room 999 territory and then come right back out to keep it, to keep the grinning in there along with the grim. That's why we <laughs> yeah. love the big band kind of, you know, tone of it. Oh, I love yeah. that. I just love the sound. I, I want to address a super Dave Ace's question down there. Uh, yes. To answer your question, Danny Trejo is kept in a box at uh, the Muppet Studios where all the puppets are stored. We have a project. But, it's so yeah, funny. He, but he can come out whenever he feels like it, damn it. Sure. Yeah. Right. Or just open another restaurant or a coffee stand or something. Well, yeah, well, Danny Trejo, he can do anything he wants. Yeah. It's I'm been trying. my mission for a long time to uh, to get Danny in everything that we do in some way or another. <laughs> I think it's great. So whenever whenever yeah, we do more. something, I try and find some way if we can. I bring it up, and somehow it just works out. <laughs> so it's great. Yeah, he's iconic. Yeah. He's like really the new Millennium's answer to uh, Betty White. He's a, the John right. Raffensperger of uh, yeah. Pixar's John Raffensperger. He's <laughs> exactly <laughs> perfect. And Michael didn't. Didn't you say, Michael, that uh, that you we sort of offered him like here here's a here's a handful of cameos because he like you you can choose and he really wanted cousin Hewitt, is that right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. he he loved it. He, he <laughs> I think we all got the humor in it. Uh, yeah. But but then on set too, like watching the improv of the the exit runs of yeah. as they're running by, each ghost had to say something, and he ran through like four or five, and obviously like the improv one at the end that was all him, and it was so good. We were like, okay, well that's in the special. Yeah, I remember talking to his manager and and uh, saying because his book was coming out, you know, all about yeah. his life in prison. And I said, we have the perfect role for Danny, you know, <laughs> uh, and and he loved it. You know, he's just that way. Yeah. He's he's turned such a uh, an amazing life, yeah. uh, you know, from where he started and what he does now for people. And mm -hmm. I mean, that is just it was just really, I thought, perfect for him, too. Is he know? ticked oh, off I'm that he wasn't able to hold the book up during his scene? <laughs> no, he's not that way, really. Okay. No, I don't think so. I was yeah. talking to Danny once and he. Uh, he told me he'd done, and this was this was like ten, almost ten years ago, it was eight years ago. He said, "I've done two hundred films." Yeah. Uh, Wait a minute, two hundred? He said, "I will work in anything. I don't <laughs> like to be at home. I don't like to sit around. You call yeah. me if you have a hundred bucks, I'll come be in your film." Yeah. <laughs> my, my, Wait, a hundred bucks? Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy that ran the budget. You didn't know I that. Wish I'd known you missed that, that one. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> Since we're talking about it, my favorite Danny story is when we were doing Muppets Most Wanted, and uh, huh. and we were all getting ready to shoot the scene, and he found out that his mother had passed away. Oh, and um, and Kermit, he he remembers this. This was like a huge moment for him. Kermit turned to him in the moment because he didn't know, and Kermit said, "Gee, I'm." really sorry about your mom Danny and he broke up and he walked off sad and but it helped him kind of deal with the moment because he he didn't know whether to go back you know home to fly back home or stay what to do and Kermit just really comforted him and and uh 
that's just what that's the kind of soul this guy has you yeah, know I've, such I've a always, big heart i've always heard that when he first gets to a set or well one of the first things he always asks is what's the community here where can i go and help and talk to people and hmm. do all his civil um business yeah. Uh, yeah. which is what, a real motivation for why he takes on some of these projects to get to new locations and meet new people. And yeah. Yeah. So, and just talking about Dan, there's so many great cameos and guests in this thing. Um, they were all really fun to, to play with at some point. I mean, and just to come into, to be a, 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 a head, a bust on a, you know, <laughs> just to be that, to have to sit there and be, stiff yeah. and to play pat sajak and you know uh it was just amazing people just love to do this stuff because it's the muppets right yeah and ed asner that ed was asner chat too like that was amazing oh, like a little yeah. moment to just see like from the back of the room it's just yeah. like, man this is so interesting to just who would ever saw those two together and then just the way they communicate it was just wonderful to see. Hey guys, guess what? What? It's, it's Aiden Jack's 17th birthday. Finally! Oh, happy birthday! Jack, Jack, happy birthday! Happy birthday! But we'll do it. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! To you. Yeah. That might have been an anti-present right there. Yeah, that was, that was a little nightmarish. I'm trying um, to figure out who's well, on Halloween. Who's, thematic. I'm trying to figure out who's on whose lap at this point, Peter or Alice. Who's on the lap? He's on my lap. Oh yeah. Oh. Like Santa Claus. <laughs> it's like magical chairs almost. Yeah. Right. Well, guys, I think uh we're probably ready to wrap things up. Uh I appreciate y'all coming and jumping on here. Um, I hope people watch it. I think we had some fun. It was challenging, and but we had fun. Dave and I got to try and get up and down off of rolly chairs a lot. That was well, really <laughs> some of you guys missed that. Bill and I were, we were falling <laughs> off our rolly chairs. <laughs> the audience may not know that we had to shoot this against a. Um, an augmented reality wall that went down to the floor. And so we were in these little low chairs with wheels on them. Very unstable, very hard to work <laughs> characters down there. Um, much better to stand up, but Bill and I were falling off of them. We couldn't get up. It was, it was, it was hysterical and it was hot in there and the crowded and the, you know, we all had COVID masks on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, you guys were like turtles. You just would fall That's on your right. back, and one of us would come over and give you a hand and cut off. <laughs> <laughs> I, my yeah, I had I had, I'm just so fat from COVID that I I, I just oh, instead sure, of trying to COVID. use instead of trying to use my core to get up, you know, like to actually, I would just roll off on my side onto my stomach on the floor, and then go on my knees and get. <laughs> Uh, oh God. That was the scariest part. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That was the scariest part of shooting it. People ask that question. What's this? Was it scary? Um, well, thank you guys. I uh, really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Great we'll, to see everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to kick you all off now. Okay. All right. Dave Bye. goes. Thank you, Dave. Thank you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Enjoy Bye. Guys. Bye. 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 It was wonderful. Bye. Thanks again. Bye.
Uh, who else? Let's see. Let's get rid of. No. I'm gonna get rid of. No. Oh, you got him. I'm gonna get rid of Matt. Yes. I'll get rid of Michael. Yes. I'll get rid of <laughs> Bruce. Oops. I put Michael I'll get back. Rid of Michael. <laughs> and I'll get rid of. Wait, 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 wait. Let's just laugh for me one more time. <laughs> I... <laughs> okay. See you, Julian. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thanks for coming. Bye. Well, folks, I know we didn't get to answer tons of questions. Do you uh, want to just do a couple before we go? Sure. Why don't you pick them? Because I, 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 you know, I, be... I, I, I missed about thirty percent of the audio. I finally found a plug-in pair. I don't know what happened. Every time I clicked on something else, my audio just went. It wasn't very good. Mm, that's what I figured. So it's yeah. just reading lips. Doesn't All matter. right, let's let's take three quick questions here. Uh, let's see. These are more comments. Oh, here I... oh, how did he get named? This is mine, and someone else just asked the same thing. Uh, where did the name Clean Gene come from? So um, I knew I, w I wanted to call him Gene just because I wanted to name him after you. Yeah, I've never and heard we were Clean doing, Gene. We were doing Muppets, the 2011 version with um, uh, Jason Siegel. And Rashida Jones was in it. She was the, the agent, right? And right. we had to do a scene. I don't know. It was like it was just her watching from back, like off in the wings, watching the show. And I had Gene there. He was going to be just kind of watching next to her. And he was standing there and he, and he just said, hi. And she goes, hi. And he goes, want to take a bath with me? <laughs> And she goes, yeah, okay. He goes, okay. So then I started thinking about, we've never had a monster, at least that I know of, who was very concerned about being just really clean. Right. And so that's part of, for me, that's Gene's persona. He's become, he, he is very clean. He likes things to be washed and wiped. And, and I just thought he really should be called Clean Gene. I've never heard Clean Gene before. That's the first time for me. So oh, yeah, I've been calling him that since back then. I've been calling him Clean Gene. Oh, okay. People called him Behemoth for a long time because that was his original name. And but then I guess once I start playing around with him, and that's what I call him, Clean Gene. Anyway, <laughs> let's see, Bill. Ah, good joke. Secret Pain says sounds pretty hygienic. Oh, there you go. Yes, hygiene. Bill, according uh, to Gonzo in the Christmas Carol, I thought Tiny Tim didn't die. What? What? I, just, uh, I don't know. Get that one. I don't understand, Bratton. <laughs> oh, well. What does that mean? Yeah, Jesse, give Gene more spotlight. Woo! He was pretty featured, was, actually. Yeah, he was. He was. I was really surprised by that. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's one from Maria Nance. Who came up with Scooter as Elvis? My girlfriend joked that Walter would dress up as a blue suede shoe to match. <laughs> uh, well, I will have to say I came up with Scooter as Elvis. Nice. I just thought it'd be great for him to say, uh, thank you, thank you, Ruma. <laughs> but the costume, you know, the workshop, they're just amazing what they got for him. I, uh, I'm, I'm with Aunt Sam Thomas on this. Bill, could you please convince the powers that be to put this back? DVD. Thompson. Well, I'll tell you, you could probably try all you want, but 
I don't think DVDs are going to be around much longer. So I don't think people are going to put things out on DVD, especially if it's on Disney Plus. You know, but I could is, be wrong. This is probably the most important question of the evening and very self-serving. Hey, Bill, will we ever see Frankie Fiamma as a Muppet? <laughs> Thank you, Rocco Rotten. If Gene plays him, I guess so. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What, um, what was it like bringing back John? Here, here's one. Oh, you got it. What was it like bringing back Johnny and Sal? How did y'all convince Brian to come back? Well, it wasn't hard to convince him. You know, we just asked, and uh, he was available, and we knew it wasn't a a big part because he's very busy producing, creating things over there at Henson. And uh, I just kind of said, wouldn't it be fun? I, I knew I wanted to put Johnny. We why. We knew we wanted to put Johnny as one of the husbands, and I just never feel like Johnny should be without Sal. He would be completely lost. So I just called him. I said, you want to come and do it? And uh, he said, yeah. And that was it. Are you pleased with the project, Bill? After all this hard uh, work, are you pleased? Yeah, I mean, uh, it was it was a, a lot of pieces you know, and I, I was really grateful. I'm really kind of thankful and grateful that Lee Slaughter, who is the head of the Muppet Studios, and David Lightbody, who uh, oversees the Muppet Studios, um, and uh, and and VP of the, of the parks, and um, they kind of uh, trusted in letting me executive produce this thing, and do things and, and kind of help uh, move things in the way that I feel they should go for the Muppets. And what I've kind of learned over these 30 years, <laughs> you know, the, the sensitivity, the sensibilities of the characters and their stories and when to, that's a little too much and when that's not. And um, just being, uh, being able to help corral these great minds, you know, uh, Kirk and Kelly and Jim and all the performers and Andrew at Soapbox and just being able to be a part of uh, helping guide that vision, you know, I think um, they trusted in me to do that. And so uh, I'm grateful for that. And I hope we get to do some more. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy how it came out. There's yeah. some things I would have done differently, you know, there always, are. there always is. Yeah. yeah. There's some I've choices watched it three but... times and I like it more each time I watch it. Well, that's good. Yeah. Okay, that's, I have one, good. one good question and one good sentiment to go out on. Here's from yeah. Dre Sayas. Were there any deleted scenes that didn't make the cut you're really rooting for? Not that we shot. Um, mm -hmm. Everything was pretty much, everything that we was intended to go into the special was was shot. Maybe things were trimmed down a bit. You know, John Stamos and Pepe, we played around a lot and improvised a lot, but in the end, it kind of came down to what the scale of the scene was supposed to be anyway. Uh, and the intention of it was the same. We pretty much stuck to it because we knew we only had so much time to tell a story. And um, so, no, I, I can't think of any scenes that were really deleted prior to making it. There were like Kelly mentioned, you know, we had a, a kind of laboratory scene with Bunsen and Beaker and Dr. Phil Van Neuter and Mulch, but um, we just found other places to put them in. 
without it being a scene. So no, actually, no, there weren't, or wasn't anything deleted. Okay. And Mike Lopez says, thanks for making such a joyful special. The Dancing in the Moonlight with the celebs has so much heart and spirit of fun and spirit of fun, what the Muppets are really all about. Can't wait for more. Well, you know, I could say that uh, Lee Slaughter actually said, you know, wouldn't it be great to have some sort of ending thing? Like, what about Mary? You know, how the those fun kind of, you know, it just makes you feel good. And, and to try and show what it's like to be on a Muppet set. Um, and so we knew we wanted to do something like that. So the song helped dictate that mood, that feeling. And we're going to go out on a very special thing. It's a surprise for everyone. Oh, Bill, you mentioned you were going to tell them the title of the new project that you've been working on. It's our premiere here. You want to just yep. uh, let them know? Yeah, it's going to be called. Thanks for listening. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to the BarrettaBrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A Brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you.